0: Hey, what's going on?
1: Hey, hey.
0: What software are you using and how did you customize that? How did you, I mean, you said you're not really tech savvy, not not that you're not tech savvy, but you're not an engineer per se. So yeah. how did you figure all this out?
1: Okay. Um. So when I first, so we're going to go a little bit further back. When I first started the company and there was only about five of us to begin with, This is my lack of tech skills coming out. We actually, first of all, use written calendars. So we would pretty much talk on the phone every Friday night, ready for the week ahead. And we would pencil in the (laughs) the schedule um, based on what clients booked and things like that. So that was a big
0: calendar on your desk that you have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I had everybody's and then everybody that was on the team wrote down their own schedule in their own little diary planner, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that was what we did. And then I thought, you know, I can't, this is too much. Like there was no way, you know, we're erasing things. And it was just ridiculous. And then we started doing Gmail calendars. So that was super cool because that was when like the GCal thing was like a big hit. Everybody started using the um, Gmail calendar So everybody had their own Gmail cal. We kind of synchronized them together so I could control their calendars and they could see it on their phone, their iPad or whatever they used. So that's what we used first for a long time because we tried um, so many like smaller calendar. We tried like everything under the sun. You know, you could Google software for service companies, software for this, software for that and just nothing really worked well for what we were looking for because we needed to be able to schedule reoccurring visits for our residential um, side of the company we had to be able to invoice like there was just so many components that we needed so eventually and, and even down to um what's it called sir there's there's a big one service titan or something service like now. that something, service. Service, yeah, now? service now yeah service now it's Either a big, way, it's we've a big tried, enterprise company. Okay. Either Maybe. way, we have tried a gazillion of them and just nothing really was giving us exactly what we needed. I'm kind of a control freak when it comes to stuff like I need it to run the way I need it to be ran. So
0: Well, let's talk about what what was the requirement? It sounds like so so far you're you're doing a lot of mainly use for this is scheduling.
1: Yes. So obviously being the the person that I am, I like to plan for the bigger picture. I was looking at some of the things that we were using and I was thinking, okay, like how are we going to track, you know, potentially 50 employees one day, right? How are we going to do payroll for 50 employees one day? Or is everybody going to submit timesheets? Is everybody going to use a timer? Is everybody going to use a GPS? Like I just really had no idea. So these are the things that I constantly had to think about. Um, scheduling client information. That was a big one too. So we also had to try CRM, right? So we had to try and find a CRM system to keep track of all the information. And then it was also difficult because at, at one point I believe I wanted my staff to download like five different apps, one for their schedule, one for, you know, requesting time off one for client information. And then there comes the issue of confidentiality. So even to this day, um Obviously, like our managers have access to to more information than our our cleaners, right? We're not going to give them banking information or anything like that. You know, like there's specific things that.
0: Um, you have your dog with you. I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he comes. He travels with me. I didn't and know he. Guess, when you
0: took him to the hotels, but I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, there's a, a few hotels that are dog friendly, so I bring him. He's. He was just napping, and somebody, I guess, shut a door or something. He's kind of high on high alert today. He's on um, high alert.
0: He's your guard yeah. dog in, in your in your hotel. Yeah,
1: here, Benny, look, come here for all our listeners. Say hi, everybody.
0: Oh my God, he looks smaller in the photos.
1: He is small, he's but I'm big. really small.
0: He's as big as you.
1: I know, <laughs> but I'm small. I'm only but, five foot tall.
0: You're yeah, but yeah, I didn't think. God, he looks. He's big.
1: He's, he's 30 pounds. Like he's, he's a muscular little boy. Hey?
0: Yeah. He's a cute little dog.
1: Yeah. Funny. He's the best. You take so him with you when you travel. Yeah.
0: And when you like go check out your house and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. Yeah. He, he comes right. with me. I mean, a lot of the time he'll stay with my mom, like grandma. Right. So she spoils him, but uh, yeah, I love taking him with me. He's like, he's such a good boy. Like for being such a baby, like a puppy, he, he travels so well. So that's super awesome. Um, Okay. So so we're talking about
0: software and um, (laughs) confidentiality that you got to keep, and managers can't see. So you need to basically have a permission based software system.
1: Yes, exactly. So that's what we needed. And it was getting to a point where I couldn't have, um, you know, like I'm always trying to make it easy for my staff as well. I don't want them to have a hard time trying to, you know, cross different apps and, having to access this system to use this system. So I needed something that kind of integrated all of those things, um, along with keeping track of, you know, payroll and timesheets and scheduling and expenses. That was another one, you know, because some jobs have expenses that we need inventory, like there's just so many things that we had to keep track of, um, that I was really struggling to find the right one. So then I thought, okay, am I just going to have to spend a gazillion dollars and and build my own, you know, because I couldn't find anything. Um, And then back to the CRM, even just down to our customer service, like, you know, we're really well known for our automated uh, responses and how quick and efficient we are when it comes to like our new client packages and things like that. So I need, again, I needed something to keep track of all of those things along with do them. Um, whether it was done manually or automa- automated, it still needed to be done and still kept track of, if that makes sense. So and we can talk about that down the line, how we kind of take on a new client and, and the process with all of those things, because it's an additional, you know, couture service that people like to call it that a lot of um, cleaning companies or even just a lot of service companies just don't offer because it's it's a service company, right? It's not you know, they're not coming to stay at the Ritz Hotel or anything, right? But it just adds to that extra um, professionalism and sophistication that is a big focus in our company. And, and that's what people comment on, right? Even prior to the actual cleaning itself, people always say, oh, you know, we, we loved getting your new client package. We loved, um, you know, the quick automation, the reminder emails, things like that. Uh, so So those are things that I really needed to have. Because again, for for a while before we have the system that we had now, it was all done by myself or an assistant or a manager that just had five minutes of her time to go, oh yeah, we have to send this person this. And it was just chaos, right? Like total chaos. So I'm like Googling, again, looking, trying to find the perfect thing. And then I came across this... Um, It's actually another lady who has a cleaning, a residential cleaning company. She doesn't do commercial in BC or Alberta, one or the other. I think it's BC. And she was, you know, just like a, just under a million dollar cleaning company. She was doing absolutely phenomenal. She had a great crew of people to help her. She had great morale, great company culture, kind of the same thing. And she was doing a little article about how she uses the software and what she does because she was having the same struggles. So she uses this company or this uh, system called Jobber. And so this is going to be a little plug for Jobber and they love like I love working with them and they love us as well. So Jobber is a company that does software for service uh, companies. The coolest thing is about Jobber is there's different platforms, there's different levels of um, the program that you can use, whether you have one employee, 10 employees, or 100 employees. So that is what we use. And every day they're updating it. Every day they have cool product features. They really take, um, recommendations and suggestions from their users, uh, what would make it easier for their company. But even from the get go, when I first got this, uh, set up and we did everything, it literally had everything that we needed, everything. I don't, I still, to this day, don't think there's one thing that we could ask for that we didn't want that they don't have. So that, that was really nice to, to get, it took a while to set up and get used to and do the branding and everything. But once we did. Well, it how that, how did
0: that happen? Because I think that's the other thing, at least for me is getting that these darn things set up can be a huge lift. So they help you customize all that. or Are you sitting in all these settings or how's that work?
1: So one thing that I really like about user or about jobber is it's really user friendly. Um, it's really simple. You know, you're not going through page after page after page to try and find out how to do something. It's really simple. You know, you, you start and it t- it gives you little clippets on, you know, do this to do this and do this to this. Once you're used to it, you can go to the menu and everything's just broken down into the most perfect little sections. It, it's, it really, really, really is user friendly. So. We did it really quick. I mean, we just went through page by page to set up what we needed. You know, here it was like how does how do you want your invoices set up? How do you want your billing set up? Do you want to use this payment system? Do you want to use your own payment system? What do you want your follow-up template to say? And it was literally just that simple. And we just went through every single one, set it up and and it's phenomenal. And like people didn't even know that it's jobber per se like it it comes from us it doesn't come from jobber if that makes sense
0: yeah it does I just was looking at it when you were talking um so you're able it's basically your logo on there you white sort of not you customize it so it all comes from you so but did you have you said we did you have your assistant or operations person help you do all this or did you do this
1: so I, I did it. Um, but, you know, I again had to get everybody that does these things um, on board as well, right? So we had to go through how to set up this and how to do this, because God only knows if I get stuck in Windsor, <laughs> and I'm not coming back, somebody else is gonna have to do it, right? So we uh, got everybody um, trained on it as well on how to use it. Uh, so our exec, um, office exec, Samantha, she knows it probably better than I do now because she uses it daily, you know, all day to do absolutely everything that we need to do. And and the coolest thing about it as well, not only does it have our staff schedules, there's also like a franchise section of it. Um, Obviously that comes with a higher priced package, uh, but at the top of the system, instead of us having, you know, four different systems for the different divisions of the company, we have at the top, it literally just has our our two divisions of the company and we can just click on it and it flips it to the other side. So then we're not crossing the commercial side and the residential side. All the commercial managers are over there. The commercial cleaners are over there and same with the residential side. So that's a really cool option as well. So if you you had a franchised lawn care company, one for California, one for Michigan, like whatever, right? Like you could have all the different ones at the very top, flip between them and see how you're doing, get your reports, see what's going on. And it's it's just such, I, I, I honestly, Brandon, I can't imagine this company without Jobber. I really can't.
0: How long do you think it took you to set up? Because um, you have to import all this data and all, I mean, that's the worst part. I mean, the worst part of switching anything, right? Is not only setting it up, but then getting the data that you do have in there.
1: Right. So that was daunting. I mean, that was probably a good. So, t- no, to set it up it was easy. You know, all the templates, all of those things. Getting our previous clients that we had in our Google Drive on a spreadsheet or something like that was daunting. That took a while because for us to be able to. What's a while? Like when I say user friendly, it, it is really user friendly because, for example, if you were an existing client in our Google spreadsheet, and we were then putting you in job or to go on a every two day schedule, for example, for cleaning, um, for us to be able to set that up, we need to have all your information in there. So we couldn't even like half ass it. you know, we couldn't just put in like Brandon and then like every two days, like we had to fill out absolutely everything that we really needed that we had set up to be able to proceed with that. So it kind of like gave us that kick in the butt, like you got to do it. Because you're never going to do it. And we all know that if you just kind of half it at the beginning, and then you have, you know, another 10,000 clients come in, you're never going to do those first 10 that you only put in half, right? So we we really had to put them in properly. Um, everything down to access information was in there. So So again, like we really did customize it. But they gave us all those options to be able to do that. So that was absolutely awesome. So I'd say, you know, within between a month to a month and a half, we had absolutely everything done in there, everything set up. And and like I said, even now, they set up and uh, send out new product updates that they're now offering, you know, like, two way text messaging, which is super cool. Because again, we have between, you know, 30, 40, 50 staff. And when somebody's running late, they can't call me, hey, can you call this client who I don't even know where they live, or even have their phone number? Um, and say that they're running late. So they can actually log into their app where they see all this stuff because all of our staff have an app on their phone that's run from our dashboard and they can click on it and say, you know, we're running 10 minutes late and it's a preset thing and it goes right to the client from a number that's associated with Jobber so then our staff don't even have to use their own personal cell phone number. So they really thought all of these things through for service-based companies.
0: Wow. Yeah, I think the hardest part of doing this whole thing is is that you have to parallel run the systems while you're getting set up.
1: Yes. We we're
0: <laughs> we're in the middle of that uh, on something else we can talk about later, but it's it's hard. Uh, I mean, because you got to keep up your current operations and you got to switch. I think that's why it's so daunting to people to to do this and I think it's hard because when you start a company in your early days You're just trying to survive. You're trying to use whatever you can, right? Which basically turns out to be, uh, I don't use Microsoft Word or uh, I use um, Apple Pages and I do use Excel, but basically everything winds up in Excel or Google Sheets these days, (laughs) right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: and then you can't find it. I mean, it's the age old problem is that you're like, oh, we're going to start out really good and we're going to put everything in this folder. Well, that's great. First of all, it never winds up all in that folder because you're working on the document and you get interrupted and you don't put it in the folder. And then like you said, it never gets in the folder because it doesn't happen that way, right? Right. And then and then what happens? Oh, and then what happens is is that you and I share a folder. Now we right. share a folder. <laughs> and then you name things differently. And then yeah. I name things differently, but then we sit down and we have a meeting and we say, Danielle, or you say, Brandon, your filing system makes no sense to me. And I can't keep track of it. And then we decide sort of on a filing naming system, but I get busy and
1: you forget. <laughs> and,
0: and, and, and then that doesn't happen. Right. I mean. <laughs> This is it, right? This is the story.
1: 100%. Everybody who uses Google Drive in a company, same thing happens. I can attest to it. My assistant and office exec Samantha is a godsend. She is the most phenomenal woman. I don't know how I would live my life without her or the company would even live without her. You know, every she's just superwoman and her and I, you know, she's just as organized as I am. I'm a very organized person, but you know, chaos happens. Like you said, you get busy, a meeting happens, you forget to save it. So this literally happened a few weeks ago. We were um, updating some foundational stuff on the residential side. So we were updating our employee manuals, our client handbooks, all of those things, uh, you know, to incorporate the COVID stuff that we talked about uh, last week or the week before. And I saved it, but again, it didn't make it into the residential division um, manual folder. And Samantha saw it on the homepage and thought it was a draft. So that went into trash. And then she started doing one because I was in a meeting and I couldn't answer her phone call asking about it or something to that effect. And next thing you know, we have three manuals that are now half edited and we have no idea what's going on. So, yes, I
0: can attest to that, yeah it's a it, it, it it's an age old problem and and then the other one that happens is everyone says email sucks, you can't you know or and they and they have this this idea that you're gonna have zero inbox. I don't know who the hell came up with that, <laughs> but but I think it's stupid to be honest with you okay. i I do I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now how many emails are in my inbox right now. This is true story. I'm not going to share, my screen, sh- share my screen because I don't know who's on here. But, um, uh, oh, Zoom link, please. I do see. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: that was me.
0: I told, well, I was trying to get us live. And I, I the truth is, here's the truth. Okay. The truth tell is. Me the
1: truth. We've We've agreed that we're going to be very truthful during
0: this whole relationship we 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 did so at six um well it all started last night so i normally get up at like five sometimes 4 45 5 5 whatever but generally around that time last night we had indian food and for whatever reason, it just didn't sit well with me. So this is, we try to eat before seven, always really six. And, um, I ate this Indian food. It, it didn't sit well and I was just exhausted. And this is not like me. Like Aww. normally I would go work out, sit in the sauna for 20 minutes. You know, I, I needed to finish the newsletter for that. Edition that needs to be filled out, and I need to answer like five other emails on on our company. And um, I sat down on this giant beanbag that we have. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I love this story already. Okay, true. I'm
0: just I was, and I fell asleep at at seven fifteen. So seven fifteen. True story. Woke up at midnight, and I really get pissed about that because I have a sleep tracker in bed and then i don't get credit on the sleep tracker because the sleep tracker doesn't know you fell asleep in the beanbag chair so you, oh my god so you basically you, you you get totally jammed right um needless to say that this morning and there was i wouldn't say a crisis but there's there's always something happens in business There were mm-hmm. some things that need to be attended to it so at 6:40 i was on the phone um dealing with this Pacific time. It doesn't matter. Still six forty in the morning, and I really didn't get done until seven forty. Well, it really it really started at six twenty, but I got on the phone at six forty, which I really don't like doing early. But I did it. Uh, I really don't like people talking to me in the morning.
1: You did say that. I remember you saying that.
0: Um, So it took me like twenty minutes to get my head together to like smile. Not that I'm not not that I'm angry. I'm just sort of in my own thoughts in the morning, right? Like I, I go outside, I try to get seven minutes of sun in my eyes. I try to do my sit-ups, my push-ups, I eat breakfast. It's you know, very simple. Four egg whites with spinach every morning. Like it's it's a program. Routine, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, and then I, I'm dealing with this, so I got it, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not gonna shower. I'm just gonna go on and have coffee with Danielle and no one will know the difference. And I was like, And start
1: what? your day smiling.
0: Right. And <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. I gotta shower. So so, so, so I, but and I was like, oh I I and I normally like I get a lot of good ideas. I have a pad in the shower, actually. Because
1: I friggin' love that. I love that. And I'm I also I'm gonna test that because I have a waterproof case on my phone. So then if I'm thinking, because my phone's always with me and it's just part of business. Well, that's right? a little over the top. No. And I oh. will put my phone on the, the thing in my shower and it has like a little, or outside my shower has a little shelf and I'll put it there. And if I think of something, I'll grab my phone and I will make a voice note.
0: I think that's a cool idea. And that and this is all going to operations, like try to get it aggregated. Not me though. I have a waterproof pad. and. I write on the waterproof pad, but like in the shower, I don't know. I think it's, I read about a guy who takes three showers a day because I mean, that sort of sounds weird, but, um, and you wonder what he's doing, but he actually said that the shower sparks ideas, which it does. It's
1: like the best, best time to think.
0: It is. I mean, besides my bike, I would tell you besides biking that, I will tell you that that is where I get a lot of good ideas. So anyway, I was like, I can just cannot start Friday off without a shower and I can't go on this. I can't go on our call this morning looking ragged. Um, <laughs> so I took a shower and then I wanted to get us on YouTube, but I mean, Hey, this is, this is how business happens. Like it, you can't plan for it. It just happens. So at 744, you sent me an email asking where it was, which I figured I would text it to you, but nonetheless going back. I don't know how uh, how it all got there, but I have eighty seven thousand one hundred and thirty four emails in my inbox
1: That's impressive
0: and my theory is that you're not gonna get the zero inbox like that's so stressful like shit comes up for lack of a better way to say it mm-hmm. and then and then you're gonna be up until midnight trying to get to zero inbox only to wake up. Or
1: just no sleep at all, honestly. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Like when does that end? When does the email end? It doesn't end. It doesn't end. It
1: it never ends. So obviously, and I'm sure you do too, like you have your company, admin, info, office, whatever you get for your companies, right? So we have one too. So ours is office at domesticvivas.org. That is where everything comes in. So on there, uh, we have our office exec, Samantha. So she kind of disperses everything that comes in. So if you own a warehouse and you need us to clean it, you will email us. Samantha will then put that off to our commercial side. She kind of does all of that. Samantha is a flippin' angel. She keeps that inbox at zero all the time. She is on it. Unless there is something that I have to deal with, because I obviously see things that come into that and I have access with it as well. If I can see it, that means that I have to deal with that. That is how we work, the two of us. If she has left something in there after hours, so say she's done at 4 p.m. She starts at 8 a.m. till 4. If she is done at 4 and I go in at 5.30 and I see that there's an email in there, that's like, Danielle, you got to deal with this that's kind of our way of dealing with that. My personal email, I think I have about 140 emails in there right now, probably just from yesterday at noon, because you know, there's things that people will email and uh, you got to do this. So my way of dealing with things that need to get done, and I guess this is part of operations as well. And I can tell you like my secret. So my cell phone in my text messages, because some of our clients from way back when we first started, Still deal with me on my personal cell phone. They still have my personal number from way back. So I deal with those, right? Like it is what it is. It's part of just growing a company from nothing to where we are now. So when a client will text me, even my girlfriends will text me and say, like, hey, what's going on? Or a client will say, Hey, can we have a meeting at blah, 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 blah. I will book it. We will deal with the conversation. As soon as everything is booked, done, complete, I delete that conversation. So for example, you sent me the Zoom link this morning via text. That was all I had to do with that. I input it into my Zoom. I deleted the text. So anything that's left on my text, same with my inbox on my email, I still have to deal with. You, but then you just, how you I just,
0: just, it. You just deleted our whole conversation. What if you need a piece of information that you and I text like three weeks
1: ago? So anything important, I do keep. Like I take a screenshot of it. I put it into a folder. So it's, it's Danielle's way of dealing with it. So if there's any important information, but that's also a way for me, not that I'm a procrastinator. I don't want to say I'm a procrastinator, but that is my way of kind of putting my budding gear to keep, to get it done. So that seems so stressful. It's like, not. I, I mean, can, I cannot imagine. So,
0: I mean, my text messages. So you deleted art. You delete the whole conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, but so what happens if you need the attachment that I sent you three weeks ago, you can't click on it. What if, what if you're walking Benny?
1: Well, then I won't delete it right then, but for my own brain. So for example, like if I'm going to bed, I hate texting in bed. I need my brain to shut off. Right. So Mm -hmm. Say, I'm having just a glass of wine, or, you know, I'm doing something in the house. I'm like, okay, I'm going to like start winding down now. Right. So if I go on my text messages, I'll quickly scroll through. And if there's anything I needed to deal with that day, I will deal with it and get rid of it. Um, if there's something important, I will leave it there until I, for example, go to the office, have a sit down like this in front of my computer, and I can reiterate the information, save it where it needs to go. Um, If people send me a bill, for example, that automatically goes into Google drive. So I have like my own systems, like, you know, any kind of PDFs, they all have a file in my personal or the company Google drive. You know, there's like, there's, it's a system it's, it works for me. It keeps me so calm. And again, back to the whole procrastination thing, it, it really does kick me but to say like clear it get rid of it because my inbox is never going to be zero but at least I can try and get my cell phone to be at that point so for example if you send me 12 dates of, of when we have to do a meeting and I know that they don't start until December it's October so I have a couple months that I can put those in my calendar Or I can do it next weekend or something, but I don't want to do that. So all those dates, I will then put in my calendar and then clear the message. So they're in there. They're done. Done. Good to go. Complete. Next.
0: Well, that's impressive. So here we go. That's awesome. It is impressive, Danielle. It's very impressive.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: But then I get involved in your shared box. and.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have shared notes. That's we have. That's
0: I know. Great, I'm just saying. Right? I'm just using me as an example. It could be anybody in your company. Like the, the 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 fact of the matter is, is that when multiple humans get involved in sharing organizational folders and things, it never goes well, and it's nobody's fault. It's that my filing system could be different from yours, and even if we agree on it, we forget about it. Obviously, not you, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but but some people. Right, we'll forget, and then basically you can't search, you can't find anything. Is ultimately what happens, and then what people, I think, where we were going with this originally is here's what will happen. You know, Danielle, email doesn't work. Uh, I get too many emails, can't find anything. Um, we're going to use Slack, and and you know, we use Slack. I we can talk about that, but we use Slack to communicate, mm-hmm. um, and Slack's awesome. Or depending on how many people. So on one team, we have twelve or fifteen people on a uh a, a software development mm-hmm. effort. It's awesome for about the first month. Easy. Find everything. Four months <laughs> later. Uh back to the same problem that the inbox has, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, not only not only is it the same problem, it just got worse because. Danielle, I didn't get that file. Now I'm making you the search engine for me Mm -hmm. because I can't remember if you sent it via Slack or via email. Email. Oh, and by the way, we also text because when you don't answer my Slack message right away,
1: I'm going to go, Brandon, answer your effing emails or your text messages. (laughs) And then I text you the file. Yeah. And then I probably delete it.
0: (laughs) So you see... This, I mean, nobody, and we'll go back to Jobber. It sounds awesome. Love to check it out. Uh, It looks like for up to 30 users, it's about $299 a month, which is pretty reasonable. Um,
1: Oh, it's so reasonable. And uh, then just to throw in on that before we just move on to the next thing there, when I was saying about the franchising thing, so that per platform is that cost. So um, like for us, we have three. So, you know, that would be that up to 30 users per three um, thing. So, and it's U.S. dollars as well.
0: Cool. What's your third? You have commercial, residential, and what? Daniel's and real just- estate company?
1: <laughs> no, I can't use Java for that. No, we put some post-construction jobs in there. So we, I think I told you we do like post-development cleaning oh, right. as well. Yeah. So that's because we are on about... 13 post construction projects right now. Um, so we, it needs, we need a total separate, you know, it's, different types of cleaning, different types of equipment. It's, you know, a whole type of different things. We had to keep that separate as well.
0: That's like finished building things when you do the, the, like the cleanup to do the turnover to the owner.
1: Yes. So we do two. So the builders will pretty much finish everything. Then they do their PDI. We go in and do a a cleanup of, you know, the big dust, all the grout, everything, um, before the inspection. And then after the inspection, they will do their deficiency work. So any paint chips, anything like that, we'll go in and do the final cleaning. The owner gets it the next day.
0: We got it. So you use Jobber for most everything, but what do you use for accounting?
1: (laughs) Huh. That is, um, again, many systems used, tried. Does that, tried
0: quick- I don't, I haven't gotten all of your little movements, but when you move your shoulders like that, does that, does that, does that mean it's a problem?
1: <laughs> it's like, a, uh, um, it's not a problem. Again, I'm a very organized person.
0: So we know, I know you're organized, but just so you know, just because it's not perfect doesn't mean you're not organized.
1: I know, but this is—I almost have to justify it because it's like the age-old problem. Like, what is the most perfect thing? Again, if you have too many hands in the pot, it's effing chaos. If one accountant does it different than your bookkeeper, it's effing chaos. Like, there's just so much to take into consideration, right? So, for okay, for example, jobber, jobber keeps track of um, job expenses. So, if we need equipment product, inventory, things like that. It all goes in there, which is super cool because that gives us expenses right into the system. So if we're looking at a job and it was quoted at $28,000, easy numbers, let's do 50,000 just for an easy number, $50,000. We know payroll is going to cost 30,000 And then in that job, it lists all the material needed, almost like it would almost be perfect for a a contractor company. If any of you are listening who have like construction companies, I think that would be cool Um, because you can put all your material in there before the job's even finished or started. It'll go in there. And then at the end, it'll say, you know, you're going to make $10,000 on this. That's what, 20,000 or 20% profit, right? Right. So that's super cool that it tracks that. Um, And then at the end of each month, each week, you can do your reports. So you can customize any report. You can just basically do clients, billing, if they've paid or not, and amounts. So at the end of the week, how much profit, how much uh, revenue. You can customize it where it's profit, revenue, expenses, Date paid, like there's like something like thirteen columns that you can choose from for all of your reports. You can do it as easy or as complex as uh, as you want. So when it comes to accounting, I have a great accountant. I have a great bookkeeper. All my job is is to download an email, and then they deal with it. So you don't use is, Quick,
0: so you don't use QuickBooks, or do you no. use QuickBooks?
1: No, I, I used to use QuickBooks for invoicing, so. In the midst of our Gmail, trying GCal um, scheduling software, Danielle's half-assed attempt of trying to organize things, uh, we did use QuickBooks for our invoicing, and then we would be able to print those reports and give to the bookkeeper. But it was very chaotic. You know, we were then having to print schedules from Google Cal to match with the invoices, and then receipts for inventory and product and material and it was just too much like I had files like this thick every a couple weeks going to my accountant or my bookkeeper just to try well, and do you think your cost.
0: bookkeeper uses QuickBooks because you need I a corporate so. you need a corporate P&L you're 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 managing on a job cost basis effectively
1: yeah so she I'm gonna be very honest as good as I am at at the company and business and everything else, I'm really bad at that stuff.
0: So well, I think that's fine. I think you got to hire people. You got to know your weakness and hire yeah. people who are competent to, to fill the weakness instead of trying to do it all, because it's crazy to try to do it all.
1: Yeah. And I mean, when you first start again, back to everything, you, you kind of take that on, right? Like you try to figure it out. Um, I will tell you a story right now because we're being brutally honest. All the time, four years ago. So a year in our first year, we did extremely well. I mean, okay. For our first year, we did extremely well. I mean, now you paid off
0: all your debt, like 60 grand of debt and everything, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that year, that's what I paid off my personal debt. We did about 220,000 in revenue in in the first year, which is pretty effing good for our first year of a cleaning company, right? Cleaning business at the time. Like it wasn't even like it was a corporate, Company or anything well, you had, like that. Yeah, you
0: don't. I, I think it, it, it's incredible. You you didn't even know that you were going to do a cleaning business, and you didn't know. I'm not saying you didn't have potential. I'm just saying you had no idea that you're going to run a business at that time.
1: Right. It was just kind of like a money maker. Let's just kind of get it done. Right.
0: Okay. So first year so, you do two twenty, you pay off your all your personal debt, and if your listeners out there, you can hear Danielle's whole story forget what episode do you remember what episode just a few episodes ago anyway you'll see it danielle jenkins domestic divas uh take control your own life right
1: yeah don't let your circumstances stop you from living your life yes that's very good that's it so this is how this goes to show how not that i didn't care how much one i didn't know at 20 years old starting a company because when you start a company it's not like the government goes here a nice little package this is how you start your company this is how you remit your taxes this is how you pay your taxes this is how you do everything because they don't do that ever so we do two hundred twenty thousand in the first year and um shortly after that then i realized that i need to hire a bookkeeper and an accountant Again, being young, busy as hell with all these new clients, all these new contracts, we're going next level, like right away. Um, I hired somebody who I thought would be a great bookkeeper, accountant, tax preparer. Don't even know what the title was, to be honest. I was said that they can help me. Cool. So every month they were remitting our, um, putting into the government, submitting our reports for income. They were doing our um, remittance taxes for payroll, all of those things. So then, six, seven, eight months go by in the in the following year. I think everything is going great, and then I get um, a letter from the government saying we were being audited. Cool, standard. That's pretty standard with new businesses and whatever. So I call them, set everything up. So then, about a week later, I was in. Walmart. I don't even know. Maybe Home Depot or something. I don't know. I was picking up some kind of, um, supply for, for one of our jobs. It was like 200 bucks. So at the time I probably had, I don't know, 35 grand sitting in the business account at the time, you know, just to get everything going. And I go to use my car and it a decline. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that I don't have any money. I like it was yesterday. I had like thirty five or thirty six thousand dollars sitting in there. So I go on, and it's like my bank account's at negative negative twenty six thousand dollars. And I was like, "What the fuck!" Literally. And I'm sorry for any listeners that are sensitive, but I was literally standing there, like shaking, sweating, negative twenty six thousand. And then the first thing that goes through my head is, "It's Wednesday. I have payroll on Friday." And where the fuck am I going to come up with 20 or I guess it would have been like $10,000 for payroll that week. Right? Like all of these things are going through my head. I'm freaking out. So I go to the bank right away thinking that maybe it was an error. So that was at the time it was like, I think they ended up taking 52,000 out of the account. That's what was taken.
0: Who took 52,000?
1: The government. Well,
0: I mean, they, they, they overdrew you.
1: So what had happened? So I went, I go to the bank. I'm freaking out, crying, devastated, like, oh my god, yeah. Like that's a lot of money for somebody who like has n- really had no money, right? It's I was a lot kind of, of money for fresh.
0: it's a lot of money for anybody.
1: Right. Like freaking out. And again, payroll. Like that was my biggest thing. I didn't even care about my own money. It was like, how am I gonna pay payroll? So I go to the bank, they tell me that the government has frozen my account and taken fifty-two thousand or whatever it was. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what am I going to do? So I called the government. I'm crying. The government does not care if you are crying. I'm going to be very honest about that. And they told me, so what had happened with my assistant at the time that, or not assistant, she was helping me with the books and all of those things. She was submitting our revenue, like our income, and not submitting any expenses So our income was like 240,000 with no write offs. So then the government was taxing us on that. And because we hadn't paid it, thinking that that's what she was doing. And again, it's, you know, it's learning experience. It's me trusting somebody because I don't have any effing idea what I'm doing in that department. So I'm thinking, okay, she can do it. She knows what she's doing. These are the numbers. This is everything I, I just assumed that she was paying and reporting and remitting and everything was good to go. Turns out that's why they were going to audit us. But at that point, they were getting pissed off with not having their 50 some odd thousand that apparently we owed them. And so I begged and pleaded, they ended up giving us back. I think like 20, I think it was half. So it was like 25,000. So that pretty much gave me like $4,000 positive in the account. Um, to pay the payroll. So then I had to take money off my credit card that I had like a $12,000 ba- or limit on to pay payroll until the government could give me back all my money. Because I said to them, like, look, like we have all the stuff. It just was done wrong. No idea. So we finally, I ended up having to spend like $3,000 on a new corporate accountant to redo everything. Like it was just a fucking shit show. I'm going to be honest. It was totally crazy. That there was a wake up call to go, okay, you got to kind of figure something out when it comes to accounting, Danielle. Like you can't just leave this on every... So you kind of have to know what you're doing. So now great bookkeeper, great accountants, they do everything. We prepare it. We send it over to them, all the reports. The expenses, absolutely everything from all of our systems. They go over and they do it all.
0: Well, I think that's smart.
1: <laughs> you think? <laughs> Yeah. So that was, uh, that was crazy. That took about a year to, um, reconcile and figure out, uh, in that regard.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like giving the government access to my bank account like that either because you that, that's random. I mean, you're lucky you got through that.
1: Yeah, very. Um, it still took about eight weeks to get the full amount of money.
0: So if I understand it right, you use Jobber? Uh, does that keep time a, a track of people's time as well?
1: Yes. So they actually um, have, like I was saying, they have an app on their phone. So basically, if they had a job from eight thirty to five, eight thirty, they start their timer. They we actually pay lunch uh, in our company. We pay everybody for their their lunch time. Um, they then clock out at five. They hit the stop timer. So then at basically every Sunday, the system automatically calculates everybody's time that then goes to our Ceridian, which does all of our payroll. Um, and then they do the direct deposit for payroll.
0: So the payroll system connects to Jobber and your accountant manages that as well, I assume.
1: Yes. So it's pretty cool because, um, basically with Ceridian, Jobber connects with them, sends them all of the, um, reports and and the timesheets and everything. We do have to approve it, obviously, in case somebody accidentally forgets to shut off their timer and they're being charged for, you know, 24 hours or whatever. Um, so then we approve all the hours, then the bookkeeper will take care of everything. Um, after that, all the WSIB, remittance tax, corporate monies, like all of that stuff. Uh, they do all of that and everybody gets their money and Danielle is not stressed.
0: Do you still use the G Suite for your email provider and your storage of files? And I assume you still use a calendar.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, So the cool thing for Jobber is not only is it good for jobs. So obviously, you know, if you were a client of ours, not only could we do that, we can also put in like tasks. So Samantha, for example, um, being our office exec, she has her own profile. And so any tasks that need to be a reoccurring. So um, on the 25th of each month, she knows to finish the draft of the newsletter on the residential side. And that is repetitive every the 25th of every month. Um, and then she can also complete those tasks as well. So it's, it's super cool how it's not only that, not only tasks, also calendar events. So if we have a company conference call every Monday morning, we have our residential um, team call. So every Monday morning, it's in there in a different color than their regular jobs. Has all the Zoom link, all the call-in information, the agenda of the meeting. Um, They can also put notes in there that's like anything that they need to discuss that we need to answer for. Um, And then that's all there for them. So calendar events, reminders. um, On Samantha's side, being admin, she can see anything that needs to be dealt with if a job hasn't been closed properly, it will come up in the reminders. Like it's just, it's so streamlined. Like I honestly, I can't even imagine um, this the success of this but company you do, without it.
0: But you use G Suite as your email backend. Yes. And you don't use the filing anymore? You don't use Google Drive for documents? No, we do. Oh. Yep.
1: Yeah, so um, we use Google Drive for a lot of our Like company PDFs, obviously anything that we need for basically just to store it. Um, you know, if our marketing person says, Hey, we need the brand board for your logo. It's in there. So any one of our office people, managers, anything can access that, pull it out and email it off to where it needs to go. So there's not, not anything like, um, confidential. You know, there's no client information in there. That's all in our job or system. Yeah, it's basically just documents that we need on, like, you know, for regular stuff, uh, Christmas promo stuff, advertising stuff, um, templates, training stuff, our manuals, our handbooks, all of those things are in there.
0: And then what do you use for your social media stuff?
1: Do you use
0: it to, to, to manage it? Do you? Do you manage it or like, do you use HubSpot or do you... Not HubSpot. Uh, I don't even know. Hootsuite,
1: I, I think it's called.
0: Hootsuite. Yeah. Hootsuite. There you go. Or one of those.
1: Um. So we have a great lady named Liz, who she actually is our website designer. She does everything. So I feel really lucky and really blessed that we're in a position where if somebody says to me, hey, you need to add this onto your website. We just have to send an email and Liz will do that. So Liz does our website. Liz is also a social media strategist. So we meet with her monthly. We go through, um, like, so myself, Samantha, Liz, and then anybody who we're doing, like our social media is really done internally because it's kind of, Um, it's one of those things where it's, it's very unique, right? So I can't just hire somebody and go, Oh, you know, commercial or residential cleaning. Okay. Can you do all of this for us? Right. So Liz, we will have a conference call with Liz and we're actually having one this coming Monday for October, November, and we will go through holidays. What do we need to prepare for? What do we need to post? What do we need to do here? And we'll go through everything. And Liz, again, she's a social media strategist along with web. So she knows what to post, whether it's a blog, a picture, the hashtags to use, things like that, where she knows that it will say come up on Google first. Um, because when we first opened our Google uh, Google My Business, we assumed that the better ratings you got, the higher you would come up if you were searched for. That's not the case. It's worked all on words. And um, again, I'm not very good at the whole texting. Yeah, we we, we can thing. actually
0: save. We can talk about that on another. On another sure. Friday, but but you you basically she strategizes, but you you and the team take pictures and actually do the yeah. posting, but she guides you and you're like, hey, we're gonna make three posts this week. Here's what you should do yeah. and And you're on a, a thing and then you either you go out or Samantha goes out or you have the people on the job go out, take mm-hmm. a picture and sort of do it that way.
1: Yeah. so our team does that. Our teams take pictures of their job. They make videos of what they're doing. Um, if we're doing anything kind of simple like that, they will do that. They send it into the office, Liz. And again, we discuss all of that. And so
0: that's on that a separate that. system. It's email. Oh, <laughs> right. There
1: you go. <laughs> again, the email thing, yep. like, like, like how many systems do we really need? Right. There's so many, uh, that we could have, but I don't like having a gazillion systems for the reason you were saying, you know, somebody's going to email me on that, on this and that. And I don't want that. I I'd rather have 80,000 emails in one spot than 50,000 emails and 10,000 signals and 10,000 text messages. You know what I mean?
0: I totally know what you mean. 10 years ago, I built an application that put it all in one that just oh, said, said Danielle. And it didn't matter how you contacted me, whether you text me, whether you emailed me, whether you Twittered me, whether... Facebook me. Back then, we actually hacked Facebook. I wouldn't acknowledge that, but yes, we did. No uh, um, well, they had a security issue, but we weren't trying to hack it. We weren't hacking people's accounts. We were hacking our own account to get the messages from Facebook into this master app. And the whole idea was, was that the problem is, is what you just described. And and, yeah. and 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 sounds like you've done a better job than me, but you still have jobber which probably has an internal messaging system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It probably emails you that there was an update in jobber and then you have text message. Yeah. And, and and I don't know what else you, do you have Slack or anything like that?
1: No. Um, I'm, I will say at one point we did try to have a group WhatsApp because I needed something that was a, a little bit better for like our team to communicate other than just email. So a quick text, right?
0: How'd that um, work out?
1: Well, when half the people don't care to download the flipping app, how are are we supposed to do it? Right? Like we talked about it many times at our uh, company calls, you know, if you guys want this, because a lot of the girls would say, we need something where we can ask somebody whether, instead of bothering management, because we have a gazillion other things to do. um, So where they can communicate with each other and say, Hey, this client saying this, how do we deal with this or vice versa? Right. Um, so instead of calling me or Samantha or one of our managers, we don't want to deal with that. And so we said, well, let's download a, an app that we can all be in a group, maybe not myself or management, but at least all the rest of the staff can. And they didn't want to, or they didn't, not that they didn't want to, but they didn't. So, I mean, I can only suggest so many things and now well, they just use happy old technology. I'm going
0: to, I'm going to, we're going to wrap it up because we, you and I always talk a long time uh, and we always talk afterwards, but um I'm going to wrap it up with this suggestion that you can add to if you think it needs addition. Okay. When you agree in a group to do something like that, I have found that, and this, this, I I mean, I really borrowed this from Amazon. Jeff Bezos, when he ran meetings uh, for listeners out there who don't know the first 10 minutes and don't quote me, but if it's an hour meeting, the first 10 minutes you actually read the brief of the person who wrote the brief for the meeting mm-hmm. because no one reads the stuff before you come to the meeting in general. It's true. So right? true. I mean, it's, it's fact, right? You, mm-hmm. You're like, Oh, I'll just figure that out in the meeting. You don't spend 30 minutes before the meeting because the meetings from two to three, when right. really the meeting should be from 1:30 to 30 to three, but it's not. So And, and, you know, Amazon gets credit for this and and I'm sure other people do it and have done it and that's fine. But, um, in the Amazon meeting, the person who has a meeting actually has to write a two or three page executive brief, if you will, or executive summary on why you're having the meeting, what the background is and what the desired outcome is. Mm -hmm. And we do that with meetings, which is What's the, you know, you can't just have a meeting to have a meeting. You're either making a decision, you need feedback, um, or something else, which I don't know what is, but I'm open to it. But going back to the suggestion is when you do that, I now make everyone do it in the meeting because can't leave the meeting until if we made the decision to do X, which, um, we use we do use an app so i'll you know we can i'm i'm happy to share another day um sure. cuz it'll take as long as you <laughs> going through your stuff is is we do have a, another app which is secure and okay. and WhatsApp i know you were using it for multiple things it's not a secure app but we can talk about that another day too um but we use a secure app and we decided to use the secure app for sensitive stuff that um we didn't want that. We just wanted to be safe. Right. Um, of course. Because someone hacks it or somebody clicks a link by mistake. And basically, you know, if one of the people in your company clicks a link by mistake or clicks a link, text or email, you're completely compromised. I 100%. mean, one so, hundred percent. so to avoid things like that with the most sensitive information that we have, we have a secure app. So we agree on the secure app. And um, everybody agrees, and what happens is, what happened with you, they don't download it. So now we'll wait. Everybody the next meeting. It. We'll walk right. <laughs> we're we're going to walk right through it. I mean, that's what really meetings are for—is to actually come out with that. So my suggestion um, to anyone listening out there, and and look, it's painful. Like you, you, I get a lot of eyes rolling. Like. Well, yeah, just, Yeah, that's very good. You, yeah. you must do that.
1: <laughs> Trust me, I know. I do that in my office when nobody's around. I'm like, I roll.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, right. I'll do it later, Brandon. We'll do it later. Yeah. No, you. Well, if you'll do it later, I'm allocating time for us together to do it right now. And by the way, you can ask questions when you have a problem because there will be a right problem. Here. I can't find it in the app store. Oh, I did download it. You know, oh, I thought this was WhatsApp. No, here's the icon. Here it is. Yeah. Make everyone send a, a message. And I'm only using that as an example. Uh, and that can be for anything. Hey, we're all going to sign up for X. Oh, we need to get this form filled out. Well, we'll all sit here Do together right and we'll fill it out together. And when we're all done, just like we did in school, it seemed to work. Yeah. I'm not saying school is perfect, but there's some things yeah. there that worked, right? It's true.
1: It's true. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I mean, granted, it's not like it was a do or die, right? Like it, it's no, I wasn't picking like
0: on your situation. I was just using no, it no. As, as an example to say, you know, when you do, I mean, we were talking about operations and calm communications right. and things, but I just used it as an example to say, um, and maybe we can talk about meetings another day because meetings are a whole nother ball of wax that are basically just a big waste of time <laughs> for the most for the most part
1: that's why we don't have a lot of them. Uh, You know, just I know we're going to wrap it up. But we try to keep it, you know, to that Monday morning, because I do, you know, we do motivation. And I submerse myself in that meeting, it is coming from me, you're right, you know, like, it, it's not like it's one of those companies where the boss is at home. And, you know, it's down to one of our managers to run the meeting, like I am there Monday morning to do the meeting at 830. And I'm like, Hey guys, you guys are part of this company, you know, welcome to all our new members. And we will talk about this, like in meeting structure and things that work because we've tried to do a meeting every Monday since the beginning of the company. And I have tried a gazillion different things and I've tried being a hard ass, I've tried yelling, I've tried being happy. I've like, I've tried everything and it, you know, these, the, what I've found now is the best possible way you know i told you about the same repetitive paragraph for the first meeting or the first 10 minutes of the meeting um and that always works right so i think we should definitely talk about that sometime but i do try to keep minimal meetings a lot of things i try to do email
0: i think it's a good idea well hey we'll talk next week
1: sounds good looking forward to it
0: thanks everybody